0: Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law.
1: It's Greg McIntyre, lawyer Greg, the Elder Law guy with the Elder Law Report, and I have a great topic for you here today, and it's the 2018 tax laws, which I need to know with what I do, right, with estate planning. And, uh, the last time I had a question about the tax laws, a few years back, Robbie set me straight. I mean, I could spit out those gifting, uh, how they worked at death or in life, you know, and you're the one that set me straight on all that, right? I remember. Because, I know, because when I need to know something, I go to someone who's in the know and Robbie happens to be an accountant and, uh, uh, among other things, right? And really good with taxes, right? right? So, does that for individuals and businesses? So, we're very blessed to have Robin Reynolds here today uh, to comment on those issues. We oh, have goes- somebody. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh, we have. Uh-
0: Your beautiful, beautiful wife. Oh. <laughs> yes. Live we'll and in
1: person. And, Hayden? Uh, yes. Will you pay my taxes for me next year? We can pay Sure. Sure? Yeah. And then I don't know what the tax laws are yet, so we're going to find out today, okay? So right. I, would, I wouldn't say yes yet, right? <laughs> yeah. If you don't, I think if you don't make up to $25,000, you don't have to pay any taxes, so maybe I could just pay myself less than that. Oh. Okay. I don't know. But how does it affect us? How does it affect our businesses? How does it affect us individually? How does it affect a senior and their families? I don't know, but I think Robbie's going to get into that today. Hey, did you have a happy place or anything prepared today?
0: No going to. I was going to mm-hmm. was gonna see uh, get a list of all the crazy taxes we have to pay. And then I started reading and it got sober and said, well, it's a bit happy. And, but the one thing that I think caught my attention, I have a granddaughter going to college this coming fall and Greg has a son who's going to college. And I just happened to look at hey, the a tax. College? No. Or university. No. Yeah. I think my granddaughter's going to the University of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. uh because she's got scholarship money and she's she's been working with her guidance counselors forever so they've got that all figured out but some scholarship money can be taxable depending on what you spend it on i just found that uh in my computer it depends on whether you spend it on uh at an accredited school and if it covers tuition books fees or school supplies. Uh, that money is tax-free. But if it goes to travel, housing, or other miscellaneous expenses, then it's taxable. So things like Definitely that... Definitely something you know, that you or grandparents. Yeah, yes. and these people who win the makeover housing and all sure. this kind of stuff, all of that is taxable right. if it's over $14,000 or something like that. So you may assume anything you want to. You may assume in, in your position, you know how people have assumed mm-hmm. and how it's gotten them into trouble. They didn't think they needed this or right. it didn't apply to them. So, it's better to ask and get an answer from a professional than to assume. So, we are professionals. Right?
1: I know, I know. So, better, yeah, better to, uh, knowledge is power, right? So, Absolutely. So, we're going to get is. some knowledge. So, Robbie, thank you for being here with us today. I appreciate it. Well, let's get down to it. So, there's a new tax law in 2018, and my fear is that it canceled out everything I already know about taxes and, and how I'm playing. So, so, what should we know?
2: Well, it didn't cancel everything out. It changed a lot of things. Okay. Um, it, it changed a lot of things if you're a business. Um, the, uh, the way some of that income is going to be taxed, particularly if you're in a type of business, that's sole proprietorship, a partnership, or LLC, or an S-corporation where money is property is going to pass through to the business owner, um, the tax on that income is going to be significantly different than it has been in the past years. Okay. Um, don't know for sure whether it's gonna be better or worse. Um, some of the analysis we've done so far, it doesn't make much difference. Some It makes a lot of difference, so it's, it all depends on the individual situation. Um, all that money ends up being taxed on the personal return and and the, uh, the changes on the personal return don't seem to have a lot of big differences um, unless you're on the way on the top end or way down on the, on the bottom end, um, in, income-wise, um, the tax brackets have gone down some. So generally, we're, we tend to be going to pay a little bit less in tax. Mm-hmm. Um, our standard deduction is going up, so most of us won't have to itemize our deductions. And we'll be in the same position, but we're losing our exemptions. So someone who has six children is going to have an increase in their taxable income because they won't have a four thousand dollar reduction for each of those dependents. Wow. That's, that's not good. 24K that's not good. I don't year. like that. Oh. Yeah. Um,
0: that may discourage the birth rate. <laughs> and what we're looking at now is a less than two point per family. Mm-hmm. We're not reproducing in some cases, so that's gonna get worse.
2: So that that's gonna have an effect. Um the Child care uh, credit or the child credit mm-hmm. for each child under seventeen is going to go up five thousand um, dollars. and a good portion of that is going to be refundable in certain situations, right. depending on what your what income limitations apply. Like. A lot of the income limitations that in twenty seventeen and before prevented a lot of people from really taking advantage of these uh, those income limitations are gonna increase so that it'll be more available to more taxpayers altogether. Um, so pretty much I'm going to have to pay
1: $24,000 more in taxes. No, I didn't say that. There's are saying going to lose Lose that deduction
2: is of $24,000. Was that
1: right that if, if you make up to, you're not taxed
2: up to $25,000 in income? Is that right? Is that what I heard? If you're married um, and you're filing a joint return. Yes. Then you're, if you have income of $25,000. Okay. Then your tax should be zero. Okay. Cool. or maybe 10% of right. $1,000. Okay. That's almost zero. Well,
0: how does that compare with what the old rate was?
2: Well, at $24,000 previously, depending on what your exemptions and itemized deductions were, you probably would have paid 10% of the difference between $24,000 and, say, maybe $12,000, um, So you pay $1,200 compared to $100 mm-hmm. on, on the very... I'm sorry, period. we got you off track there. So that's, okay. that's right. <laughs> uh, it's real easy to get off track. Okay. Uh, you know, And one of the things that y'all, that y'all have mentioned already is when you start to read about the tax law or you hear things from news outlets or even things like this, be really, really careful about what you think the application is going to be to your situation. Because unfortunately... There are an awful lot of ifs, ands, and buts, and maybes in tax law. And one thing I learned a long time ago was that if you're dealing with tax law and it seems to be logical, you're probably <laughs> wrong um, because taxes just aren't logical. And uh, so get some professional help. Um, between now and April the 15th, it's really hard for tax preparers because of your tax deadline. But after April 15th, take some time um, meet with your tax prof- professional, talk about how the new law's gonna affect you and what you need to do in order to be prepared for next year. There may be some opportunities, uh, especially if, if you've got business. Um, among the things that, are, that, that I think are gonna have a significant effect to people that we do tax returns for is that in the itemized deductions, um, in the past, if you were an employee and you had unreimbursed employee expenses, Whether it's mileage driven in your car or uh, travel, motels, meals, those kinds of things, you've got to take a deduction for them. Well, beginning in 2018, that deduction is going to go away. And so it could be a very significant uh, tax increasing item for those people. Uh, That's going to be a big tax problem
0: for us. My husband, he deducts a lot of expenses Mm
2: like that. Yeah. So, so uh, that tended to be an item of um, interest to the IRS and audits as an mm-hmm. employee business expenses. Right. So now they won't have to. They won't have that reason to audit it. But more than likely, those people who are able to take advantage of that are going to have to restructure, um, redo somehow in order to maintain that same tax liability. Even what about the same what about gifting? What
1: about gifting? That's that's a lot of uh, my clients ask all the time about gifting. And and I always get asked, oh, but uh, you know, you get you're going to get taxed if you gift over fourteen thousand per year. And I say, no, 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 you know, that's not how it works.
2: Were there any changes to gifting laws? There were. Okay, what are the changes to gifting laws? Well, first off, be aware that we're talking about two different kinds of tax. Okay. So whenever there's income tax versus gift tax, right? right. Any time there's a gift, it's not taxable to the recipient. If you gave your son a million dollars, right. he doesn't have to pay income tax on that gift. Right. Ever. Gotcha. You don't get a deduction for that. Okay. But it's called a taxable gift. Okay. It's a gift for gift tax purposes, mm-hmm. it's a taxable gift. Okay. Okay. And so when we get to gift taxes an entirely different set of rules mm-hmm. uh, to determine whether there's a tax liability or not. Okay. Clear as mud. I get I get no I get it. I get it. Yeah.
1: Kind of sort. I, get, I get it. All right. All right. Um, so that, that's nobody's tax is income, it's not considered income,
2: it's a gift. It's so we're in it. the gift tax rules. So that's we look right. at the gift tax rules. That's right. And for gift taxes, as long as your estate right. is worth less than eleven and a half million dollars, right, or twenty four or twenty five million dollars if it's handled if you've handled it correctly mm-hmm. and prepared their wills and the right. documents mm-hmm. correctly then even though it is a taxable gift, for gift tax purposes, there'll never be any tax that has to be paid. Right. Okay. So it, it's, but it does, now I know
1: in the, the rules previous, however, the reason it was taxable or the reason you hadn't reported it, is because it would deduct from how much you could gift further during your life or in death which they were tied together, right? Okay. For for instance, the eleven and a half million. Okay. If I gave away two million to you right now, right? Which we'll do after the show. Okay. okay. A suitcase, a couple yeah. suitcases. And y'all heard of that, okay? <laughs> and when I give you that, I've got to report that to the IRS as a gift. You don't get taxed for it, right. But it gets deducted from the eleven and a half I can give away for the rest of my life. So now I can only give away nine and a half without incurring a tax
2: penalty. That's correct.
1: And that nine and a half follows through to when I pass away, so then I can give away nine and a half million if I don't give away anymore during
2: my life when I die. Or if you don't give it away and your beneficiary's inherited, before it's inherited, it's subject to tax. As long as your assets at death don't exceed nine and a half million dollars, there's no estate tax. Correct. But if it exceeds... Or 115 and if I hadn't given away
1: $2, two million already. Right. right. We're assuming I still gave away $2 million. Yeah. But if you... You
0: can pay me back then for pay tax taxes. Okay.
1: <laughs> if you do have a pay tax, pay tax. tax. Okay. at a rate of 40% or higher, that's the gift, tax. That's so the gift tax. tax. So for all you decamillionaires and above out there, right, with right. $10 million or above, you like that decamillionaire? <laughs> right. So um, then... Call me, free consult, okay, right? And we'll do all your planning, okay? No, really, it's, it's a, uh, you know, there are ways, though, to set up trust, like you were mentioning, where it diverts into a credit shelter trust and, uh, uh, say, QTIP trust. There's a couple of different ways to divert that money splitting so that you still don't, right? So if you do your tax planning right, you can double that exemption exactly. because it splits it into two separate trusts. Uh, IRS is aware of that, it's all under their rules. And, um, and that way you could still avoid the tax. So agree. really whatever the IRS amount is, that 11 and a half standard, you could double to 20, to 23 million, to 23 million. Yeah. Twenty four. Really. and Okay. Eleven and a half and okay, a half
0: 23.
1: I don't do much with numbers. So there you <laughs> go. So anyway, so, so, so yeah, so, so, so you could double that and, uh, Excellent. So that's—I
2: mean—that's what I thought it was anyway. That's how I understood it. Either what was the change? Well, well the change was that the limit uh, was about five and a half million dollars, and it doubled to eleven and a half million. Gotcha. So that's what I thought. That so it went right. because yeah. used to it was
1: it was like eleven million total for a couple, right? <laughs> so now it's eleven and a half million per
2: individual. That, that is—I mean—that's that's federal. That's huge. That's federal. Okay. State
0: is. There totally
2: in North Carolina the state follows the federal, so at least same until thing. this new law, anyway, mm-hmm. the state has followed the federal, and I don't know what what North Carolina has done at this point, but um, I would hate to assume that they would follow and they may not, but So they may follow states, or they may keep the may same? They may or may not. Okay. At one time, this federal limit was a million dollars, and the state I remember was a hundred thousand dollars. So it, it, it was a has been different in the past. It would be well, different as an attorney
1: planning for people under those rules, mm-hmm. much different. Exactly. There's much more planning that needs to be done because tax planning needs to be a part of that. Exactly. Much
2: more. Um, one of uh, the, the gifting rules have changed mm-hmm. that in 2018 you can gift $15,000 per right. recipient per year. So that has gone up. Um, with your grandchildren going to college, you can take your money up to $250,000 and make a, a tax free gift to them into a 529 plan.
0: Okay.
2: And that 529 plan can then pay your, your grandchildren's college
0: expenses. Now I just need to find where I can make the $250,000. And he well, gives
2: you where the $2 million dollars here after the, or year you I've got to get pay his taxes, yeah. So
0: this is all getting very bad.
2: Yes. yes. So that, I mean, that concerns me as far as
1: gifting. Because I have a lot of clients who who worry about gifting and the taxes. Because there's that and back to that fourteen thousand dollar number. In the past, you know, it, last year it was fourteen thousand, correct? Right. Okay, exactly. is it that way this year too? For eighteen, it's Fifteen thousand. Okay, right. so it's fifteen thousand now, thank you. So it's up to fifteen thousand. And and they think used to it was ten thousand for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, if I give over that I'm gonna have to pay tax. No. Right. If it's over fifteen thousand this year, you could give away below 15000 to everybody in town and not report that anywhere.
2: anywhere. Correct. You would need to report it on your gift tax return. Okay. Just to allow the government to know that now your $11.5 million exemption has gone down. Gotcha. As we were talking about okay. earlier. But I thought if again.
1: you if you gifted out below the 15000 limit that you didn't have to report that. that it you did
2: not, report you it don't that. have to. Okay. But once your total gifts exceed, Total so, gifts received fifty. I then thought you it was need to need to per cons- recipient. Cons- cons- it is. It's thousand dollars per recipient per year. Does before it. you have to report it. Yes. But you need. You would want to keep up with. Okay. Uh, how much you give in the okay. people. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: But that fifteen thousand doesn't mean you hit some kind of taxable event. No. Because you didn't. No. So a lot of people I meet with think that that oh you know I can't get you know but can I give out this no you know. The,
2: yeah, so you people, can give out a lot more than that if you wanted to. A lot of people we didn't meet ask the same question. Right. But that my mother gave me $20,000. Right. How much tax do I have to pay on it? Right. Um, so that, that's a real common question. And once again, it's just a uh, misunderstanding between the type of tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Thank you for clearing those things up. <laughs> well, yeah. updating. Our you
1: numbers. did a good job. Thank you, you understand it pretty well. Man. You taught me, you taught it to me quite a few years ago. You're learning. partner, I should, yeah.
0: Is there anything else that stands out that people might not know to ask about?
2: Um, there's a couple of things in the business area that are gonna change that um, will will probably be a surprise to, to folks when they learn about it. Um, Up until this year, a business could deduct entertainment expenses, like tickets to ball games or to the theater. Um, Beginning in 2018, those expenses aren't deductible any longer. Um, Meals expenses um, are still deductible, but only 50% of the meal is deductible. That's been around for a long time. Mm. and one other thing that we see a lot is that there was a, a, an award program that was tax-free to employees for length of service or safety. They could receive a, a, a non-cash award of up to $400. $400. And many people use gift cards, gift certificates, and those kinds of things. Well, the, the, Forget, the, about. Forget about that. The award... Thanks, Ron. Ronnie, you're welcome. No, no. Actually, it goes up to
1: $1,600. Oh, went inch, it went up to sixteen hundred
0: dollars per employee. But
2: but now, in beginning in eighteen, those gift cards, gift certificates, those kinds of things can't be used. That's considered oh. cash now, oh. so you can't can't claim, can't get those
1: gift cards. So you can do
0: non cash. You can do non cash. Gift cards don't. Even- so we can still go just the symphony on the tickets or the. Can't give whatever.
2: tickets, can't Oh, I'm sorry, I right. just, said uh, just well, cards. There's, No, there's gift cards, gifts, your tickets. We're to the farm bill I can give them yeah.
1: lodging. I can give them 1400 or 1600
2: Well, I wouldn't do more than $400. If $400 worth of books.
0: Yeah. Or coffee
2: or whatever. Oh. Can't can give right. food. It's coffee or food? That in here. <laughs> All right, so there's going to have to be some research done. Maybe you could do something like um, your employee could go to to Kmart or Walmart and buy what they put something on layaway. Right, and then you, as a business owner, could go down and pay for that. Layaway. I don't want to get in any gray areas. Okay, so you know
1: what? I'm just going to buy you books. Okay, oh so you're my going to get $400 worth <laughs> of savings on
0: books. Okay. And art. I'm going to draw you some pictures too. Oh, okay. you can personalize each one. I will. Yeah, and will. maybe you and
2: Tucker and do cartoons and things, so <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll kind of uh, um, so, so those are some areas in the business. The business area has got one real complication, and the, uh, the pass-through income that's going to go from businesses to, in, uh, to the, the owners of the business, they're going to allow... A 20% deduction of them on personal return, which is if you were doing your tax return on a postcard, it would be real easy if it were that simple. But of course, that 20% of income is not just 20% of income. There's a number of limitations and um, ifs, ands, or buts that May or may change may or may not change that twenty percent. So that's gonna be a real complicated area that and we're still studying at this point. I oh, definitely think my husband's gonna to
0: have to come
1: see you. Anything else that you think would be a, a, just a hot topic that people need to know about the twenty
2: eighteen tax law? I, I think the biggest thing is don't so like wait, pay your taxes. Don't wait until next January or February to start thinking about it. Right. That's what I meant. Um, April the sixteenth or seventeenth. Well, actually, we have until April the eighteenth this year to file. So on April the nineteenth or twentieth, then just start calling, and make a appointment uh, with your tax professional. Go by and talk with them. Um, so call them early and
1: often to get advice and get yourself in good shape from the beginning of the year, not waiting to the end of the year exactly to do yeah, what's called tax. Because, because I just draw a distinction. That's tax planning versus tax preparation. That's right. Okay? I mean, because you don't want to end up at the end of the year saying, i got to pay what? You know, try to plan
2: ahead of time so you can avoid paying what? You know, avoid that. You know, tax professionals are are really tuned in to trying to help their clients save money. But after January the thirty or December the 31st, there's not, there's only two or three things that can be done. Right. But prior to that time, spend a little bit of time and let that let that person help you get things lined up so that you reduce your liability as low as you can. Robbie, if somebody needed to call and ask you a question and make an appointment, how would they get in touch with you? And call me at uh, Business Consulting Group in Shelby. Uh, our phone number is 704-487-0638. Um, our website is www.com. B as in Boy, C is in Charlie Group inc. Com. Give us a call, ask questions. We'll, we do a free consultation for the first visits. Um, we'll be happy to talk to anybody who uh, has any questions. Try to help them down the down the right path. Sure. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Always appreciate all the knowledge you bring. Thank you. Thank you for
1: teaching me. And uh, when, when I, I'll tell you when I'm with when I'm with a client and they get into an area that has to do with a tax professional that's outside of my knowledge or my area of expertise, I know to stay in my lane, and mm-hmm. I send them to you, or I send them to someone who can answer the question, you know? Um, uh, I mean, that's just part of the job is picking who knows
2: what subject, you know? And, and things the thing so complicated, you know? uh, um, I'm, I'm the same way when it comes to legal issues. Right. And unfortunately, the tax businesses you know, almost a branch of the legal right. profession. And uh, so we run into so many things that uh, uh, I just don't want to get into. Uh, I, I just, so I'm, I'm going to look to you to answer those questions. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. Th-
1: thank you very much. And a little one fact before we leave. Former Washington Redskins, Robbie Reynolds. He used to play for the Washington Redskins. Um, well, be for two weeks. For two I'll give a cash reward for anybody who can get me Robbie Reynolds, a Robbie Reynolds jersey from the Washington Redskins. Uh, that's going to be really, really hard because there
0: really wasn't one. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> You have <laughs> it. Uh, well, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you, Ted. Thank you, Hayden. Yeah, this was great. All right. Thank you.